0: All around the world. Listening just got better.
1: Welcome to the Teacher Tech Podcast, bringing you news and views on technology in education.
0: New and exciting.
1: Bringing you conversation. On Twitter, follow iRocky to get involved. On the Worldwide Education Network, sharing good practice across the globe. Get involved. Now, here is your host, Head Teacher Ian Rocky.
0: I am delighted this evening to welcome the fabulous Russell Prue ICT evangelist of Anderton Tiger, broadcasting to the Teacher Tech Podcast. I feel that this one's been a long time coming, Russell. Good evening to you.
1: Well, I rang ages ago, and I've just been waiting in the wings here. Thank you so much for having me, Mr. Rocky. What a delight it is for, for, for you. It must be. It no, is a and delight. For too, it I, is a me Thank t- you so much. Not at all. I've been preparing
0: so well. all day. I've been getting my things done all day. I've been looking forward to this very, very much indeed. Russell, you have a vast experience Uh, Not just in the broadcasting industry, but also in the broadcasting industry, but also in the IT sector, the ed tech sector as well. Could you give us like a potted history, a
1: background of your many talents, please? Oh, you're very kind and all accidental, I have to say. So... Oh, my goodness. I'd set my heart on, I think, being a teacher. Everyone said, oh, you make a very good teacher. Oh, you're a very good teacher. Anyway, so I'm heading towards the classroom. And then last minute, change of direction uh, as a, a job offer came in from Research Machines, RM. Now, that'll have your audience divided generally <laughs> fairly <laughs> quickly, I have to say. It's, a 50, it's like Britain's Got Talent. 50% like them, 50% don't. Well, that was the story. Anyway, but in 1985, that was by far the most exciting place to be. Be on the planet uh, with... Uh, I was—I mean my goodness trying to think all the kind of things that I learnt um, on whilst trying to get my head around computer science it was all about uh, magnetic discs it was about punch card readers it was about uh, ticker tape and you say these things to young people now and they look at you as if you've just arrived from another planet and there was research machines in a little earlier than in 1985 you know shipping uh, computers into schools with hard discs with 10 megabytes on them and it was just Just the most exciting place. And I've done a little bit of summer work there. Um, Very lucky to have had them based in in Oxford. And it was a a great opportunity. I had to jump for that and just went with it. And then just kind of got caught up in the excitement that was uh, IT, in 1985 it was a breathtaking environment i kind of found myself on the other side of the balance sheet in 2002 when someone said what are we paying russell prue for and and even i couldn't answer that question in 2002 really so um having worked my way up as their chief product evangelist and presentations and introducing i think it was the internet fridge that got the put the final nail in the coffin there when i said no no we have to show our our audience of educators an internet fridge what's an internet fridge came down from the board of directors well you know that th- you couldn't get these then and I had this cray- crazy idea that you'd be able to one day walk into Curries and buy a fridge with a computer built into the screen that would provide young people the opportunity to do homework on and this was all far too racy and slightly ahead of my time I really should have done something on that and patented that at that moment in time anyway but that product is now of course and has been for so many years available uh, in Curries uh, with lots of devices and then by washing machines now that are into toasters that are internet connected and this was all ahead of my time anyway so that was um a step too far for that particular company so I set my own business up and carried on doing what I was doing and that was talking to live exciting uh, audiences of educators and trying to get them to bend the rules think differently and put the learner at the centre of everything they do and we were just talking a bit before we came on air about how exciting and how important that is for others in our field and you can now easily spot folk that have taken their eye off the ball and haven't got young people at the centre of everything they do and so um I just carried on doing that and then uh, in 2008 um, I was showing other people's radio kit and uh, that was becoming difficult because the people's kit I was showing were they were starting to behave poorly in the marketplace and and embarrassing me by offering huge discounts to anyone who would ask and 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 for me, that was not ethical. You know, it either costs, and it was this was expensive in these days. Sixteen thousand quid was wow. one of their radio stations, and it either costs that or it costs twelve. It doesn't. And a school in Swindon, this will bring it back to home to you, uh, in Wiltshire, got uh, the same sixteen grand kit for twelve. And uh, uh he was very the head teacher was very excited with his radio station and uh, but the other people up the road who'd paid sixteen were not when he told them. and so that kind of problem came back to my door and I thought, do you know, I could make one a whole lot less than that and in 2008, I created a business. Uh, and in Tiger Broadcasting Systems, and we started making radio stations. And I am, this half term, just building my 354th and 55th radio station here. Two, one's going to a school in Wales, and the other um, is going to a school up north in the country. So I'm really excited that we've made great progress, and and it's touched folks like you. And uh, you've become part of the very exciting family of Education Radio broadcasters and i'm very grateful ian because um it's an amazing amazing job that you do and you you know radio just oozes out of every pore in your body and i love that very much and i think your young people have made great progress and there's good evidence for that and i like i like that very much so um, did that answer your question? <laughs> well, I was
0: just going to say that that leads me on beautifully, actually, to, to where I was going to go next. And, and thank you. That's very kind of you to say. But but the reason I wanted to kind of drop back is because it was your inspiration in the first place that set us on our journey. And this is kind of hopefully a thread that's going to run through this podcast this evening, because I remember attending uh, a, a day of, of, of heads and deputies. One of the workshops there was you. You were leading a session on live radio, and I remember each table was given 15 minutes to prepare a script. And then in 15 minutes, we were live on air to the world. And I remember thinking on that table, there were various different people, various different education professionals, and uh, all of whom had various different levels of horror in their face. But I thought, what an incredible opportunity. And I thought, well, actually, in terms of confidence and resilience, this mm. is exactly what young people need. Uh, and so we went live on air. And from then on, I, I was bitten and I was absolutely bitten by your enthusiasm, your inspiration and by mm. the whole concept of education radio,
1: because it really is an outstanding phenomenon, isn't it? Oh, You're very good. Very- very kind of you to say so i have to say um i I think the courage to do that came from all of the inset uh, (laughs) the the many hours of inset under my belt and i certainly earned uh, i think uh the skills and the respect to be able to pull that off and it's taken a lot of hours of inset to be able to do that and i think that that, oh, let's not use the word un- Older folks now Need to be put into the position and to, and to experience that thrill And that's the thrill that the kids get from that It's a well scaffolded uh, activity There is a perceived risk of failure And uh, It generally never goes wrong because you know i'm there to catch them and pick it up if it falls apart it generally doesn't people are are more capable than they give themselves credit for and that that activity taps into that very nicely I'm, i'm pleased you enjoyed it but it's the best way really is to understand what we're talking about because the other people uh, at the other end of my market would sell you a school, a professional radio station, uh, under the premise that it's important to teach young folks to be able to operate a professional radio station. And for me, I am at the other end of that scale, and it is not important for that. What it is important to is to give them the opportunity to play and practice and experiment with their own language development, but with the thrill of running the their own radio show so it's got to have the capability but it's also not going to be too complicated otherwise you've lost the kids you need to reach and they're the ones for me that make the fastest, the quickest, the most most exciting, plausible progress through this activity, because they just love it. And it's a big hit, a big win for them, because for them, learning is hard. The standard activities that we give our young folks in our classrooms are sometimes really just too difficult for some kids that just can't cope with that. And this is a lovely way of putting headphones on and isolating them with a bit of privacy and giving them some space to 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 succeed and fail failure is really important with radio mucking it up everyone has to muck it up at some point in time just to be able to understand how much better it could be if they'd done this and for me that's the key to learning rather than you know here's a 5,000 page manual guys and off you go and here's some video material and you could be a radio presenter and isn't it important to leave five seconds for advertising and look at your audience and you know, why would you be tweeting out the song track of every song you're playing every five seconds on your radio show? Education radio is different. And I think you've helped me define that to our audience. And I think it's taking off. It's it's really moving quite quickly this year. We've had some great successes.
0: You have indeed. And, and, and you're absolutely right. I think in terms of developing confidence and resilience, I mean, live radio is all about there, there are no second chances. And you're so you're so true in in that children do learn from those. A really good example uh, in terms of on our radio station on Westwood Radio is my Thursday boys word on the street group. Mm. Now, here's a a group of boys, 10 boys who come into the studio on a Thursday. They don't come with a prepared script. They write a script on something which interests them. Um, because actually that then gives them a purpose for writing the second purpose for writing is actually they are then going to broadcast that live to the world Mm -hmm. and you talk about engagement you talk about that love of broadcasting you talk about that excitement um we did a live radio show as you know just on bank holiday monday recently one of those boys came to be part of the show now i didn't ask him I just said if anybody, anybody who's part of the broadcasting team, either any of our shows would like to turn up, but he did uh, because he is so keen to, to be involved and to do that, as are they all. But actually, you go back six months when this started, because we started this for that particular group in um, in September, it has made such a difference to them being able to want to write, but also to want to present and present on their
1: own as well. Absolutely right. That, that that autonomy, that that kind of self belief, that's part of the self esteem progress that we all need to wor- work towards, so that young folks feel some improvement, some raising of their self esteem. Because, as I said, they you know they haven't engaged fully with learning; they can't see the point. And looking around at the mess this entire world is in right now you know, I have some sympathy with that, really. You know, how am I ever going to affect any change on this planet? How is my vote ever going to count for anything? How am I ever going to make any changes? And, you know, it's very easy to become, you know, completely disengaged with everything that's going on. And I think our job as educators is to try and encourage folks that there there is a flip side to that, and it is worth doing that. And, you know, you have to do the best you can, and you you have to be... You know, uh, truthful and believe in yourself. And I think this gives young folks an opportunity to develop the self belief. And I think that is an absolute big, big factor that lots of colleagues are missing out on. And we just kind of deliver this um, long, whether you're in the primary or secondary sector, this long conveyor belt of learning. You know, we're, we're in the middle of half term at the moment and there will be. You know, uh, uh, revision clubs, there'll be a whole range of stuff and we'll be, you know, really drilling hard into these young folks that, you know, they're having to work. There is uh, so hard just to, to, you know, get a set of grades and there is much more beyond that. But that is very difficult. Uh, message to get across to educators who've clearly signed up to the fact that we need to assess because they they're they're a part of the system themselves doing what the system wants them to do and i'm a a little subversive as you can probably tell at the edges here a little radical um thinking and a bit of uh uh, creativity and entrepreneurial ship i think is so important Uh, For our young folks here that I, I want the ones that find it hard to engage that an opportunity to do something different or differently. And I think that's exciting, and I think it ticks a, a lot of those boxes in. I think it really, really does. And I think you can see that in almost everything. You're a good follower, and you, you're, you, you know, we've been doing some really exciting stuff in Wales. I know you want to talk to me about that in a moment, but
0: yeah, I was just going to say, I think a really good example of where you've had such a strong impact, Russell, is on is on your Welsh tour. I mean, you've you've been a creative practitioner now uh, in a number of different schools, uh, and in a minute, I'd really love you to tell us about that because the mm. the difference you've made, particularly in cate's uh, school and on cate's radio which i know you'll tell us about as well it is is quite staggering and i have indeed followed your journey whenever i can i've i've listened to the shows that you've put out and i've interacted with those shows um so i think the impact you've had is huge would, would you like to tell us about that because this is this is just a, a fascinating and truly successful story
1: you're very kind. Uh, well, about four years ago, um, I spoke at a heads and deputies conference for all, for all of Kafili heads and deputies uh, at a fabulous resort called uh, the Vale Resort. Um, and it's a very exciting venue. The Welsh rugby team trained there, and I can't imagine uh, why colleagues chose that for a, 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 an inset venue, but uh, it remains to be uh, completely hidden to me at the moment. But um, it's a very popular event. Uh, really good. Spoke to them and, and talked to them about the kind of the work that I was doing and wanted to uh, spread the word of my educational radio um, experience and what they could do and engage me. So it's kind of turned up as a uh, a conference speaker and an exhibitor, which I, t- I try and do where I can. And then uh, later that year, one of the uh, delegates, one of the schools, Hendra Junior School, fabulous school, head teacher there, John Farmer, uh, contacted me and said, we're doing a, um, a really exciting project here. Um, it's part of the Arts Council of Wales Uh, project about uh, lead creative schools and it's uh, you know this is this and that and everything would you like to bid for it so I did didn't hear that or think anything of it Um, doing a live radio show is a little bit more expensive than turning up with a few materials to do something around uh, pottery or painting or ceramics and or poetry or stage performance or rapping and there's lots of Uh, uh, co-creative practitioners doing that kind of work and so I thought I was on a hiding to nothing really and I didn't think anything would happen um, because you know turning up with a a full blown outside broadcast radio studio and the capacity to do a a live radio show on the school premises that day um, is a bit more expensive and so I didn't hear anything but then they came back and said "Um, we've found a way to make this work and will you come and work with us and so that was, oh gosh that was three and a bit years ago now, and then each year more schools have come to me. Uh, I and mean, it's not an easy job. the The, the jobs <laughs> it's a bit like applying for a, a job. Job uh, job um, jobs go up onto a uh, Facebook, a closed Facebook group. And uh, once you're a qualified practitioner, you can access the group. So that's the kind of the control mechanism they have. Um, and then I don't see everything, but often people send messages and tag me in. This will be really good for you, Russell, and things like that. And we worked with Russell last year, and this will be really good, and contact Russell. And so those messages that's kind of uh, arrive, and then I have to apply for the job um, and uh, then be interviewed, and the interviews usually by the children as well. And uh, then you find out whether you're accepted or not. And of course, all of this work has to be done in a very short space of time, which is really my only criticism uh, of the whole scheme. It's it's brilliantly exciting. And I wish schools in England were doing something even, you know, uh, along those lines, because that's really the key. Uh, to unlocking great potential from young folks but you know at the moment it's only in Wales so and they've got one more year of funding so they're doing another year and then that's it and that's undecided as to whether that funding will continue And, and that would be a great shame if it stopped but Uh, You kind of hear that, but all of this work has to be done from January right the way through. There is some exception to that, but generally January through to Easter. And so, you know, there's only five days in each week. There's only one of me. And so I can only take five schools on really to do that work in the... Uh, in its at its capacity and I and so what I've been doing is going from one school to the other to the other to this to the other Uh, uh, my premier in points (laughs) I think (laughs) exceeded my wildest no there are there's no such thing but if there were I'd be I'd be (laughs) the the most loyalist of uh, of guests I have to say so I I go from you know five different hotels each week premier and just go from one to the other to the other uh, prep in the school and do a live radio show and, and move the kids same it's the same group of kids each that's So it's an identified group of kids uh, with with either specific um, objectives or specific learning requirements and we just kind of move them on and it's very easy to provide the evidence because everything is recorded and broadcast and so you can just flick back through and listen to the same child speaking on show number one and if it's a long piece of work in the case of Willows High School, uh, show 14 and you can just listen to the the confidence and the capability and the way the child shapes and forms their sentence is entirely different in the space of 14 weeks. There's your evidence.
0: It really is, uh, and and you know you talk about progress and you talk about development. You know you've you've got groups of children working now to the point where they are working with off script dialogue. You know, hmm. not everything is scripted. They're, they're having that, that banter, that chat. They're, they're bouncing off each other within the studio hmm. environment. And listening week on week, which which I have been able to do, there is such tangible progress being made. Not only that, the growth in confidence you can hear in the voice. Can't you? You can hear that presentation. You can hear the the fact that there's more humour being dropped in. Um, there's a lot more sort of moving around from person to person. It, it's not all very static or, or very mechanical, you know. Which is where children like to, to. That's where their comfort zone is. You know, they're breaking out more, and and you're guiding them, and mm. you're developing that presentation style in mm. in you know because your wealth of experience and also you know your work and 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 background in broadcasting enables them to benefit from that so greatly
1: well i absolutely right and and on my my website you'll see there's an extra page that's appeared that says um what you say matters and i think that's so important and and radio is so easy to do there are no safeguarding issues there's no image there's no body image issues uh with young folks not liking the shape of their body or how they look or they they feel that uh, people are better looking or more attractive in their year group uh, this is a bit more uh, prevalent at secondary school age, where people are, you know, a bit more aware of themselves and their surroundings, and so it's very difficult to do this with TV. Uh, I've tried it with TV; it's too difficult to do with TV. It's a whole lot easier. I can meet all of the learning objectives with radio. It's quicker, it's easier, it's cheaper to do, and and you haven't got their face and them worrying about. You know how how do i look on on camera and it's not about that i think if you wanted to do tv that's a, an entirely different um uh, topic an entirely different game really um I, I think you could probably do some of the stuff with with tv but for me it was just too complicated um radio where you're not seen gives me a level of invisibility uh, that I need to be able to develop and practice and and kind of develop my speech and language without being seen visually um and I think that's that kind of and it's quite difficult to explain it's it's a hard sell when you're trying to talk to someone who ought to be investing in this technology it's really very difficult i don't have an easy solution other than um keep doing what i'm really good at uh, keep yeah. talking about my practice keep you know providing the right level of uh, of opportunities for them to experience that with their kids you know demonstrate it without running around the country trying to show it to every um, person that says hmm what, what's this about then you know I think you have to go and sure. do a little bit of research yourself but you know when they're really keen and, and really switched on and know what they're getting into then I think I'm always prepared to travel the length of the country and show someone a system but I, I try really hard not to add to the huge costs I mean fuels just incredibly expensive and running around in a car is just a sure, easy way of, of running your business into difficulty and you just you know you just want to avoid those huge costs so it is a tricky it's a tricky sell uh and it's uh, you know we're a very small business this is not i don't think this is a particularly scalable business to do it in the way i do it i think this is you know a small industry small business um I sometimes think that 350-something stations is pretty good, but then I sometimes think there's <laughs> there's so much more work t- still to do, and wouldn't it be good if everyone had a radio station? Yes, it would really. Uh, I couldn't make everyone a radio <laughs> station. It, you know, it's it's, it's a difficult uh, business to scale in that that respect, but the, the creative work is very important to me because it kind of validates what I do. It gives me a great uh, 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 set of resources I can share uh, with other folks and an opportunity to, to get more people involved. Cate's just a, another brilliant example. Managed to get them um, into the final of the Young Arias competition for best secondary school radio station of the year. I mean, an amazing achievement in just eight shows of their 12 shows um they were good enough to submit content which got them into the final there and it's a secondary school a high school in uh in Cardiff with some really interesting challenges uh a very high percentage Um, of uh, their young people come from refugee families. Um, They have a a refugee centre. They speak 50, 60, 70 different languages uh, in the school because an enormous challenge uh, for the school. So so lots of young folk who have been displaced and suddenly find themselves um, in a foreign country uh, and you know the, and so the school are very good at providing all the support services and everything else and and I, and what I like very much about Cate's is the the breadth and the accents and and if you've listened to the submission and it's available to listen to or any of their shows, you just hear the huge breadth and variance of the different accents and uh, and backgrounds of the young folks so, you know in some very challenging circumstances. they produce some stunning radio it's a very interesting school i've never come across a school like that it's a beautiful setting a really old fashioned building um and the, and they're quite strict there um and you'd think that that doesn't kind of lend itself to the creativity but they're very good at managing their young folk and I've just had a, an absolutely fantastic time there and was able to get them to a very high standard. And, and they're going on uh, with their own radio station now. They've, uh, they want to continue the work beyond the project. Uh, they'd like to do some more work with me. i want to find another way of, of trying to do that a bit further along the line, develop them in some other ways. Uh, but they're going to have a radio station, and and I think that's really good. That that wasn't the objective. The objective was to you know move the kids forward, and if they, in the process, decide to buy a radio station and to continue the work, then I'll make them... Um, uh, i'll make that possible for them to do it the best possible at the cheapest price because i think that's really important we don't make a lot of money out of the radio kit it's not a i certainly couldn't retire retire on this i can't see any point any point any any opportunity to retire this is you know it is a, a very difficult i think that we shouldn't be making a lot of money on the radio kit so we you know we buy the very best in everything and And people kind of, you know, look around them and they kind of understand me by the best microphone cables because cheap microphone cables just cause a huge problem. They suck up interference from mobile phones. And and if you've you've taught in a secondary school recently, you'll know that even if the phones are banned, they're still packing them, you know, and you don't want phones going off in your radio studio, you know, with the best will in the world. You just buy better microphone cables to screen out the kind of thing there so it is a it's a tricky business it's it's quite a hard business would i do this now from scratch knowing what i I think i probably would actually because it is immensely satisfying i hope you can tell
0: i can and Uh, i know how passionate you are about it and and actually i share your passion because i we've had our radio station uh now it'll be three years in october uh, that we've had our radio station. And and that's testament to the quality, not only of the kit that you provide, because it it provides children with that opportunity to work within a professional, and it really is a professional radio studio setup. Mm. Everything, as you say, is of the highest quality. But moreover, I think, is the, the ease with which the children can run it themselves. Because you and I share this this belief that actually mm. it should be the children running the show you know it's it's all about the children and it's all about them being able to carry off the show themselves mm-hmm. without too much adult input
1: absolutely right and with my evangelists hat on and my keynote speakers hat on i would always ta- tell my audience that no matter what you're doing with technology, if you can't do it better, if you can't do it with more uh, with more wow factor than the kids could access it at home by themselves, then don't bother. It, it's it's got to have that bling factor. It's got to yeah. have slightly more in it for them. Mm. You know, a him. what's in it for me, sir? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really good answer, a really good question to ask all the time. You know, what what is in it for the child? What, you know, do they have that right to ask that question? Yes, they most certainly do. And, and we have to be able to do it better than, you know, if they've got a couple of, you know, USB decks and a mixer from, I was going to say Maplins, but you can't say that they're not there anymore. They were when we started this podcast. They <laughs> but they're not there anymore. Breaking news. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a bit late now. I'm subscribing to day-old news. It's so much easier that way. Um, but, you know, you go and get something that they could access in their own space or on online provider. There are plenty of people and they sort of get... Get a few bits and, you know, gubbings together with some cables and just kind of make it all work. And that's all very good. And you can produce some great stuff with that however you know it requires a lot of adult intervention and faffing around and you know one of my top tips is absolutely no faffing there should be no faffing as you say this should be just smooth with the focus entirely on the educational outcomes uh, for the child to get through the process and so you know we have to be able to do it better it just has to be done better otherwise it's just not worth doing i think that's so important
0: and I think also that's what, certainly from what I've listened to and I've read on Twitter, the people that you work with, they, they have actually, they've bought in so strongly to, to your whole ethos. And, and that's why they want you back time and time again, is because actually they're, they're, they're wanting to use education radio as that medium to enhance the curriculum. You know, and, and what you do works so very well. I mean, we've now used, now used education radio across every element of our curriculum. You know that I've done class radio shows with children as young as reception in year one, mm. right through to, to, to year six. We've done specialist shows, we've done radio plays, um, and the opportunity and the, the uh, ability to perform, but also to connect with an audience, Mm. Which I think is so crucial to this whole idea, is that children know that they're sat in a studio. They're not, they're not on a stage, necessarily. They're sat in a mm. studio with a group of friends. But out there, beyond the microphone, there is a live audience that will interact with them. And I think that gives uh, such a, an important opportunity. And I know that every time you've done a show, you've had texts, you've had tweets, you've mm. had live calls. And it validates that that show, doesn't it? It validates that that element of of how it's developing the children's life skills.
1: Well, absolutely. It validates the pupil participation I think that's absolutely essential in a, in a world where technology is dished out as some pacifying device. Um, I, I'd, I'd normally say just by parents but actually I, I've seen teaching colleagues do exactly the same there the, the most disruptive kids carry iPads around because it's easy and uh, we're m- missing the art of conversation and I think that's more important than ever before people need to be able to formulate good arguments and, and I think some things some quite negative things are kind of Creeping into society, you look on social media and how people attack the person now and not the argument. You should be attacking the argument and coming back with a robust, well thought out counter argument. And we're kind of losing those uh, those skills because we just don't have the times for you know. The, when I went through the system, it was all about debating clubs and things like that, and. Oh that <laughs> they've gone they don't exist anymore but you know we can replace some of that with kind of you know name that noise and here's the answer now what's the question and those kind of levels of engagement with conversation you know what you say matters is so important now just cut through all this kind of youtubey kind of social media hype and everything else and just get back to real words and real dialogue because i I, we're coming back to it. It's a big old circle it, it there. Is. and We're coming back to it. And, you know, if you're, you know, in the world of work and you're interviewing folk, Um, You know, it won't be the ones that have necessarily got the most exciting grades on the page. It will be the ones who present themselves well, who conduct themselves well, who ask sensible questions and engage people or or can show that they've done that. I always, you know, dream of, you know, why do you want to work for us? And you go, um, because I've done loads of work like this before. Here's me interviewing someone on my school radio. Click. And then they play this excerpt on their mobile device device in front of someone and the audience go wow yeah. you know and no one's saying you're fired anymore you're hired in 30. fact and i just think we need to get back to some of that but that's you know that's part of, that's that's me talking now but, but it's uh, that's like, part of the makeup though isn't it
0: it is it so is though russell and it's something i completely agree with and and it's something which comes through in the children themselves because not only have we been able to uh collaborate with people from literally around the world Mm-hmm. So you know we've we've spoken to people, we've been involved people in our radio shows from around the world. So it's given it that international feel mm-hmm. and that international flavor and actually, we talked earlier, didn't we, about how this is growing and growing. It really is. More and more people now are interested in what education radio can do for them, but mm. also the impact it has on their on their learning. I did a, a, a week's teacher or a few days teaching in a week uh, not long ago. And across the course of the week, we did a project uh, using uh, a, a presentation tool. And at the end of the week, the children had to build up this project and at the end of the week present what they had learnt to the rest of the class. Mm. You could tell who were broadcasters because they stood there. Yeah, they stood there. They presented with confidence. They spoke to the audience and they delivered it with clarity and passion. And it was, it, it really was, it was so telling. And they were so excited by the fact that they were presenting. Now, you know, without that opportunity, children would have been nervous and possibly mm. anxious about that. But having mm. that opportunity really gave them a, a real boost in confidence. Which, no. uh, yeah, w- right, absolutely right. Which, which I found just, just so so wonderful and actually in terms of impact on our school and on our on our community because actually this this goes way out into the community now westwood radio Mm. goes i mean we've had people in from all we've had that we've spoke we've interviewed you talk about interviewing we've interviewed the air ambulance we've interviewed people from the local food bank we've talked to local politicians we've talked to people who work within the village anybody who comes our way bbc wiltshire we've worked with a few times they've Mm. come into our studio and said i wish our." studio is as good as this (laughs) but but you know that's the impact it has and actually as a selling point as well because i've shown people around recently our school the one thing they've said you know really has been impressive has been the radio station because i've taken them into the studio and they've tried it out for themselves uh because they don't get those opportunities elsewhere and and i think i think you're absolutely right i think and i know more and more schools now are looking into it because it is such an exciting medium and it's
1: something which is accessible to everybody certainly is even the staff (laughs) that's that's because we've managed to prove that as well you know and you can find some so so, you know some of the secondary school kids uh, reading bedtime stories that the primary feeder schools then play or the kids access those stories, uh, offline or even online as well. And, you know, and there's putting something back into the community. It's taking yeah. another set of, you know, socio, um, kind of, uh, skill boxes for me so that young folks, you know, we're developing them all in the right ways, all in the right ways, um, for these kind of young folks to, you know, meet the future head on, which is very challenging and quite exciting. Um, But I I think, you know, being able to communicate and good speech and language, very, very important, never more so than now, even with technology, you know, and, you know, online CVs and all the people just, you know, submitting their work and doing so much electronically, I think it's about you know, developing young folks. And I think it's a great way to, you know, have conversation. Conversation for a lot of young people is just not something that happens in their lives. You know, they respond to questions, um, they question, they answer, but they find it very difficult to start up a conversation. Yeah, they
0: do. And and a really good example of this was uh, because I know you for now a few years have worked with Net Support very closely. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and you've done their live radio show
1: from BET uh, in mm. London. I mean, could you tell us a little bit about that? what's really good al kingsley who's no stranger to your radio show is actually <laughs> catching another one of your repeat shows where he and i are talking to each other he's on the the telephone and i'm in your studio there we're having a brilliant discussion with the young folks kind of mediating and asking us both questions and flip-flopping between the two and then you know as you've just said and those are kind of the keywords i'm always listening out for young folks to have said because they're that means they were listening to this you know as you've just said can i can i come back to that can i build on that answer can i can I bring you back to your first point that you made? Those are all really exciting uh, kind of things But uh, that I want young folk to have. I want them to be able to question uh, people around them so that we can uh, hold folk to account. There's a lot of that going on yeah. at the moment. I'm all for that, I have to say. We need to be able to hold uh, young folk to account. Anyway, so... Um, Well, I've been doing, I've been going to BETS since, really, it was there since 1980-85 when I joined Research Machines. And so I was like 34, 35, um, BETS in a series there. And gradually, you know, I've worked for people, I've worked at BBC, I've worked for BETS, I've worked for the department. There's a lovely photograph with Charles Clark and myself launching curriculum online. Uh, wow. When we did that at bet, that was a really exciting opportunity so i, I kind of i've i the the wealth and breadth of experience i think puts me in a, a a rather interesting position. I don't know anyone else that's had those kind of uh, experiences and that, and I think that kind of plays nicely into the skill set that one needs to be able to do what we're doing right now so uh i i uh was i I powered bet radio so i went to the bet organizers and said um and i've got a conversation tomorrow with the with the bet organizers they want to kind of bring that back but um the the then owner of bet wanted kind of the names and addresses for marketing purposes of all our listeners well that's not how um i would operate and that's certainly not how people just drop onto the stream and enjoy the radio show and you know we were pulling in audiences of 30 uh, 35 36,000 listeners uh, when we did uh, Steve Heppel's Central Stage Show and he was bringing, you know, he's clearly responsible for uh, a lot, many, many thousands probably all 33,999 listeners from around the world because of his name brought a huge amount of audience presence to our show so that was really, really good and and then it just became obvious that the organisers just were completely and utterly out of step with my educational thinking and you know, and then you kind of realise, well, it is a trade show and some folks, you know, treat it so appallingly as if it's a mercenary kind of, you know, business barterings. It's much more than that, although, you know, there are folks that have gone along to sell their wares. But, you know, you try and ignore that and and tease out the really powerful educational learning opportunities for, for colleagues from that. So, uh, And this year there are new owners to the the show and they're very keen to re-engage and understand a bit about that kind of stuff so um so i'm really excited about what's going to happen in 2020 uh but just go back a few years you know then there was toshiba who had me on their stand and i convinced them would it be really good to extend your um your presence and uh, outcome your return on investment we call it when we exhibit roi so you know we i could uh, bring that up for you by extending your audience folk that aren't even here we could reach and they were very interested in how we did that so for four or five years i did toshiba radio and then toshiba um, restructured their organization and they didn't need to be at bet to support their dealers anymore and so they kind of moved away from that and then uh three four years ago um uh, a a begging email arrived on Al's doorstep from me, and he thought, "Hmm, this is interesting. He's a very interesting, man. I have to say, you know, one of the brightest uh, people I know on the planet." And he kind of he thought, "Yeah, okay." So we had some conversations and worked out, you know, how we could make this work between us. And he's been incredibly generous and provided an enormous platform for us, and we've been able to grow our bet listening audience many, many fold. Uh, and now you know we've got the attention having done that three three four years with al now um coming to our fifth year now the organizers going hold on what's going on here (laughs) this looks exciting we better open a conversation and and so we've been working out so al and i are talking tomorrow um uh, in conversation with the organizers to see you know how we can redevelop how bet can get to a slice of that action but it's been really good I, i like what um, net support for. I, I like everything it's about em- empowering young people giving them some freedom to do stuff but also provide safety um, their DNA products which kind of make sure that kids uh, are not straying onto sites their control mechanisms their monitoring all just fits very nicely with my uh, with my personal beliefs and my my uh, my ethics really I, I think that's all exactly as it should be. And we chime very nicely off each other, and it's really good. And his objectives are my objectives, and it just works really, really well. He's allowed me editorial content of his shows, and we, you know, we brand the shows uh, Net Support Radio, and it works really well. And they've got an app that they wrote in record time this year for this year's show that uh, listeners can go and listen to the live stream, and then uh, dive off and look at stuff. We're pushing content to the app, which is really exciting. Um, and they can then pick up any of the old shows from any of our previous years and you know, going to the, so this year managed to interview Tony Can, that was the founder of Promethean, the guy responsible for whiteboards. Uh, And he was on my show basically to apologize for whiteboards, uh, which I was just a a brilliant opportunity because they've never been used in the way he intended. And, you know, he was kind of saying that it was a real shame that colleagues were just using them as whiteboards. And, and, you know, for for many, many folk, the interactivity and then opportunity to transform your teaching practice has just been lost. We, you know, stand there writing on the board with a digital pen and you go, well, why aren't you using a piece of chalk or a, a dry marker pen? Honestly, there's not a lot that's changed with that and that was fascinating so a great opportunity to meet uh, Bob, Bob Geldof as well in that setting uh, it's really it's a great opportunity just to broaden the audience and to uh be in the right place at the right time doing what and I think that's what sets me aside from others uh, apart from others and that's that I I'm I'm walking the talk and it's about doing, not just talking about it, because there's a lot of folks out there that'll uh, tell you how you can improve your classroom practice. There's not many who are doing it and prepared to show you it uh, with this. And I think, you know, doing the shows and you know finding the time to speak to really exciting folk like yourself, really important absolutely important part of our story our success story really
0: i think it really is and i'm and i'm very grateful to you for doing so and i think it comes back again to giving people like you know you giving people the, the chance to to be confident and resilient because actually some of our broadcasters joined you also back in january at bet mm. and they had the most incredible time learning from you learning from your inspiration your professionalism and they came away from that with with uh, even more skills than they went with, which was just so wonderful to see. But but you're right. You are leading the way. And one of the things I, as a head teacher, I've always said is I wouldn't ask anybody to do anything I wouldn't do myself. Mm. And and that's so you, you know, mm. you will say, right, this is, this is how I would do it. This is how it's done. Let me mm. help you. Let me show you. And then you can develop it into whatever you want it to be, mm. you know, and, and I think you're very, very good at that. And I think you're really good at modelling and certainly to our school and, and Westwood Radio, you've been a huge inspiration. I mean, if it wasn't for you and the work that you've done with us, we wouldn't have been nominated for a Young Arias Award uh, this year for our, our best use of education. Um, and there have been so many things that we've done and, and so many incredible conversations that you and I have had over the years, which have shaped the, the direction that our radio station has taken, but also the impact and, and the, um, the the sort of experience that the children within our school have had and that every child has had because none of the feeder secondary schools in our area have a radio station.
1: Not yet. Not yet, and, and I am working on that. I, you know, I am working so hard. Well, I'm glad you appreciate that because it is incredibly – I mean, they're very busy places. Um, of course, primary schools are too, but more so with secondary Um, But certainly, there are more pupils and more staff to manage on the same site. So, uh, just by definition, they're there. But it is it is a challenge. I'm I'm glad you appreciate that as well. But um, no, it's it's a pleasure. And you've been in by having a close relationship with your customers. I think you, you, Mr. Rocky, uh, has had you've had direct input into my my uh, my product roadmap, as we we say. Uh, in the the commercial um manufacturing businesses so um you know your requirements i'm allowing you to drive my business so that you know when you wanted a headphone amplifier so that more kids could stand around the the system with uh, headphones on that you know that was you know you informed and pro- and we did some product development with you which was really good an opportunity to come out and try some new stuff and we you know we, when i was going to you know change my mixer I, I brought a mixer to you and we spent a, an afternoon together faffing around <laughs> the mixer and just really <laughs> didn't like it very much so i sent that one back <laughs> and we took our product into a different um a different direction and and it's really important you know you need to listen to your customers and and they inform almost everything that we do and I'm, I'm never always right <laughs> Often but most of the time but I do think also by i th- I do
0: think as a consumer, having your um input and your opinion valued is huge because it does enable you to have that that relationship with the with the with yourself as the professional, and that's I find that very exciting, and the children find that very exciting as well, and they're always very, very happy when they know you're listening. Because, you know, they, they, you have that even when you're not in the studio, you have that impact on them, hmm. you know. Well, I'm and, really pleased
1: to hear that. No, really, and not just the product as well. I was just thinking when you kind of said that as well. You, you've also informed my training methodology. So we've been able to, you know, try out new techniques to get the very most out of your children. So... You know, getting them uh, not to keep repeating the same jingles and, to, uh, you know, listen more carefully to the handovers and just kind of throw some extra words in there and, and 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 make it OK to say, oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. I say I appear to have lost my place. Let me just find. You know, oh, yes, here we are. And, you know, rather than just going that kind of panic mode, which just doesn't serve anyone's purpose, really.
0: No, and you know it's that no second chances mm. idea again, isn't it? It's 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 amazing, and I and it's, it's it's something which I've become. I I have no background in radio at all. Of the fact I was a mobile DJ don't hold me against me um, for uh, for years when I was younger. But mm. actually, this this for me has been a brand new venture, and and now people, everybody within our community sees. The impact. I mean, our, our friends of Westwood School, our PTA have, in, have invested in some of uh, the equipment. Mm. Uh, our, our Westwood Scarecrow Trail people were tweeting like mad on they Monday were. when we were when we were live on air. But also the community, as they came through the school, stopped to talk. Because they knew there was a live radio show taking place, mm. and and I think that is is very very powerful, and 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 having a radio station, as so many other schools have got, you know, one of your radio stations, that is is so well known, and it, it provides that medium for people to get involved, um, and for for children to lead. So so we're a school now, um, uh, a, a hypothetical school. We'd like to get involved in education radio. Where should we go and, and what should we look for? Where's your website,
1: Russell? Well, you're very kind as well. So always tell folk to pop across to the website, which is andertontiger.com. And from there, you can springboard off and listen to some of the shows that young folks are making. And and I think judge me by the outcomes that you can hear young folks achieving and experiencing Um, And then from there, you know, I'll ask you where you are in the country and maybe uh, direct you to a a customer who's nearby and have a chat with them. That nearly always doesn't happen, I have to say. It's been really hard trying to get folks along. I know you've entertained some folks there, but it's really hard to get uh, people very busy in the business of learning. And so getting them out is quite hard, but that would be the next thing. And then I just want to listen to what their plans are. And sometimes I can shape them, you know, not being too – some people have enormous – <laughs> very ambitious um, plans for their radio station. Sometimes just uh, you know unnecessarily too uh, unachievable ambitious plans, and so very carefully have to kind of explain the kind of barriers and things they're likely to see without kind of. You know, curtailing that in any too too strong a fashion. But you know, you've got to lead people, but also at the same time, you know, keep a firm hand and direct them in the in the right direction. And also, you know, go out into the marketplace, experience uh, my competitors, go and find out what the experience is um and then come back and compare us and um just recently someone said you know we're interested can you pop in on Wednesday and, uh, uh, the answer was no i'm sorry i can't and um and and, and it's very hard <laughs> it's very hard to, to do that uh when you don't have a full order book and i don't have a full order book and never have a full order book um uh, it is very hard to do that but you know i i can't do that it's just not possible to do that I, you know I, I would seriously jeopardize my business if I just ran to everyone that said, come and show me, come and tell me about radio. So I want um, people who are interested just to find out a little bit about themselves. Think about how they see themselves using it. Uh, Go and look at the best practice. And you are a perfect shining example of that. Um, Go and have a look, have a listen, meet some other colleagues, and then just think about how you want to do that. And then I think, uh, you know, we restart our conversation and potentially arrange uh, a visit and I'll bring some equipment on and show uh, show the young folk and the staff how to do it. But you know, be prepared to be buying a radio station. Once I've been seen, it's uh, I think I've got a hundred percent record. Uh, you'll be buying a radio station uh, you know at, at some point in time and it'll be from me once you've seen me because you experienced me once you've done that and you've seen how easily your kids can get onto the equipment and start using it it's very hard to compare with um, with anyone else really so it's an interesting challenging it it doesn't generally sell itself off the page there's a lot of investment but it's a tricky business i have to say
0: it is but but you do it so well and and you you give so much to each and every client that you visit and each and every child that you work with um and and that's you know huge congratulations to you and the fact that you've sold that many radio stations is is a testament to your professionalism and your skill but also your product range as well now i know that you have got so many examples that people could listen to of the most stunning radio. Where, um, where's your SoundCloud page, Russell? You're really kind.
1: So soundcloud.com forward slash Russell Prue. But you'll find some of the very best bits with uh, player links on my website. So um, start with your journey at andertontiger.com and then kind of springboard from there. Um, I always say, you know, go and have a look on Twitter and see who follows me. See the company that folk keep is a really good, you know, because I can tell you how fabulous I am. Uh, but it's it's uh, and why wouldn't i <laughs> uh, 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 of course you would of course you would but go and see the, the the company that uh that that i keep and i think that's a good measure so go and look and and see who follows me and who i follow good measure very good measure look at the ratio between the two uh people with you know a million followers but also they're following a million people so we can only conclude from that that it was you know just a polite follow back so look for a good healthy ratio between followers and followees um people that i'm following and, and people that are following me good very very important there's a good sign of someone who's an opinion leader or an opinion former if there's a good healthy uh, separation between the two numbers there it's always very interesting to do and then facebook is always good social media very important you know look at you know look at how i and other folk relate to me and conduct themselves with me and look at how i conduct myself and how helpful i am this is you know everything you do online is all recorded and very easily found so you can see you know just a google search is a good place to start as well uh, and kind of uh, look at what i've been doing you know living and breathing learning and teaching in the 21st century i think is a a good summation of, of the process
0: it certainly is and, and just one other thing i wanted to point out and it's something mm. you've we've worked on over the last six to eight months is your radio academy so so if folks wanted a, a little taster into the sorts of skills and ideas that they that, that can develop, they can head
1: to your radio academy, which is on your website, isn't it? It is indeed. So andertontiger.com forward slash academy will take you straight to the page there. And it seemed uh, that uh, folks could do with a little, you know, help sheets or some kind of worksheets. But, you know, why would we print them out? Our, our business is audio. And so the you know, these kind of help files and worksheets and tutorials are all audio based, no video there, just audio based and me generally explaining um techniques and and demonstrating them in an audio recording, which you can of course download and, and take onto your device if you wanted to they're all designed to be played in front of or with or listened to by young and old folk alike. So I haven't particularly tailored them at educators with kind of teaching notes for folks that are all kind of you know user-based instruction, you know, push the red fader up and this will happen, and then explain, you know, why you might not want to do that and where's the best place to do those kind of techniques. You know, and how we do with jingles and bits and pieces. But it's about giving an authentic experience. And I think if you give an authentic experience, you can experience Expect authenticity from young people in return. So I always say, you know, this, I think, is the year for authentic pupil voice, something that's real, uh, really achieved by the young folk themselves, rather than, you know, teachers doing all the fun bits behind the scenes and the child just saying the words in the right time. Which isn't anywhere near satisfying for the young folks. It's got to be. It's really got to be hands-on, and uh, that's how we get the self-esteem improvements.
0: I couldn't agree more. And and that seems like an, an ideal place to to end. Russell, um, on behalf of everybody who has one of your fantastic radio stations, um, thank you for for the inspiration that you've given us, enabling our uh, our young people to take such giant steps in the world of of audio and broadcasting. And I wish you every success in spreading your message even further, further,
1: and getting more young people involved
0: in education radio broadcasting.
1: Ian, you're very kind. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for being such a brilliant ambassador um, for all good things that are educational radio. It's uh, a real pleasure um, to count you as one of my closest friends and brilliant broadcasters. I enjoy listening to everything you do, and and we share so much uh together with our views on how it all should be done and thank you so much indeed for your may you continue to do that because without you it would really not have a purpose and thanks so much indeed
0: russell you're very kind thank you very much for joining me today
1: you've been listening to the teacher tech podcast with ian rocky keep listening to our weekly episodes to find out more on twitter include hashtag teacher tech podcast in your tweet to join the conversation